Do you have the the um, the wraps with yes. you? Yes, can definitely show you. So this is nothing like the photo. This is just something that she just cut in half, and then she put a slit in the, the top of it, and then this is not even fully done. And then you can see where she actually stitched it. And then this is basically little gift wrap. Well, but see where is that, that's supposed to be the belt? This is the plaintiff, Christina Hand. She says she's a swimsuit model, and she hired the defendant to custom make her some bathing suits because she wants to become a designer and sell her own brand. The defendant didn't deliver what she designed. She was clearly in over her head, and she wants all of the $1,240 she paid her return. So she's suing. This is the defendant, Sharon. She says she made some swimsuit samples for the plaintiff's mommy and me line, and she delivered on the order. The plaintiff then got mad at her because she thought she was being overcharged, and she posted a negative review about her. They had a deal. She delivered on the deal and owes this wannabe nothing. She's accused of being all wet. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. The People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Ms. Hand, you are suing Ms. Sharon for the return of $1,240 that you paid her because, according to you, the product she gave you was subpar. Tell me how it is that you know of her and what it is that you asked her to do. Um, I met her at a video release party. Um, that's where I met her and her brand at the same time. Um, I actually just went to actually just enjoy myself, and by the end of the night, I ended up interviewing her. Um, which we build our connection from there. All right, so go on. Um, so basically, I also model um, with my daughter, so I wanted to create a Mommy and Me swimwear line, and I thought she would be like the actual perfect person to do it. I mean, I loved her brand. I loved the way that she kind of does her own thing, and I thought it would be a great touch to my stuff. And How old's your daughter? To do... She's six. Okay, so go on. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I actually thought she would be a great fit, and it would be great to have somebody who's locally, obviously, Black-owned. I thought that was important. And um, she actually decided to do the, um, the actual styles that I wanted, and everything was great. Everything seemed like it was going perfectly fine. Well, what did so you tell her you wanted? From. What is it you told her you wanted? So I wanted um, two different styles for Mommy and me. Um, she was supposed to make the two adult styles, actually just make it miniature for the Mommy and me. Um, but it's two styles for each design. Now it's extra small, small, medium, and large. So it's four sizes each. Then she was supposed to design the mask, which were supposed to be all for the adults. Okay, so Ms. Han, did you give her like a specific design that you wanted her to make? Or did you send her yes. pictures? How did so you do it? I sent her a picture. We talked about it on the phone. I sent her something very, very simple. The, all the colors were there. The designs were there. The outline of the, the wrap was there. The only thing that wasn't in the photo was the mask, which she said that she can just make, which was fine. 
because it's only four masks, so I didn't think anything of it. Okay, I have up now this picture that appears to be a screenshot of the, is this what you texted her? Yes. Okay, is that, do we agree on that? Is this what she texted you, Ms. Sharon? Okay. All right. So go on. So you text her that and you tell her, I want this cover up, this bikini. Right. Right. And how many bathing suits total were you going to have? So there's 20, ooh, 24, 26, I would say. 16. 16? Well, all right. this one where everything included is like 26 altogether. Okay. So tell me, okay. So what happens? What goes wrong? So uh, probably the, it was, the due date was actually supposed to be a month after we discussed it and I sent her the deposit. Um, I called her like in between since she didn't send me no pictures of fabric, no pictures of designs, nothing. She sent me absolutely nothing. Um, at the same time, I was opening up my salon. So I really didn't have time to like contact what her. What kind of salon were you opening me. up? I have a nail salon. Okay, go on. So I'm trying to get everything together with that. But I did end up calling her to just try to figure out like, hey, you know what's going on? Can I see anything? She's like, oh, no, you know, I don't want you to see anything right now. And um, it's going to come out really beautiful. I promise. She's like, I'm not where I'm. I'm not at home right now. Basically, I'm on a trip. So she's like, I'll handle everything when I get back and I'll have it done by the due date. So I'm like, okay, no problem. So does she finally tell you, yes, they're done? Tell me what happens. Let's let's fast forward to that point. How long were they late? So this was like, oh, yes, they were late. So she was supposed to deliver it to me at the beginning of um, of May. And she actually gave it to me at the end of May. Which, okay, I was fine with because she said everything was going to be nice. Everything was going to be fine. Um, I still had enough time to actually shoot everything before I was going to actually have it put in a boutique. Um, she actually says she's going to be on her way to bring me to swimwear. I sent her the deposit, the other half of the deposit. So she before getting it? An hour away. Well, why don't you yep. wait until you see them? Because she just reassured me it was going to be so nice. Yeah, but, wait, so but you honestly, hadn't, sent her, the de- you hadn't sent her the rest of the money the whole time. The idea is that you're going to wait until after you get the stuff before you, right. and you're satisfied before you pay the rest of the money. I know. All right, so when she comes over and she shows you the bathing suits, what do you say? So she actually, she only brought me the wraps. So she comes with the wraps, and the wraps are fine. You're happy with the wraps. And then what happens? I actually wasn't happy with the wraps, but she convinced me that it was really good fabric. She was like, oh, no, trust me, you're going to like it with the actual swimwear. Do you have the, the wraps with yes. you? Yes, can definitely show you. So this is nothing like the photo. This is just something that she just cut in half, and then she put a slit in the, the top of it, and then this has not even fully done. And then you can see where she actually stitched it. And then this is basically little gift wrap. Well, but that's just, supposed to be the belt? This is supposed to be a belt. I've, and there's no hooks on it to actually hook it onto this at all. So Why would she convince you that they're great then? Because she spent all of this money on the fabric and all of these things. Okay. All right. So when did the bathing suits come in? I would say like a month later. Okay. And they the, the, the first batch. So that was the first batch. So I'm not going to let she did... Um, Say that she would do it over, but at no cost to me. At this point, I'm like, wait, what was wrong with the first batch? Completely dirty. What she gave me was dirty on the crotch. It literally had blood on it. You can uh, see uh, that. You've been very clear. I do not need any more explanation. (laughs) So you tell her what's this, like right in person. She's in front of you delivering them, and you show them to her. So no. So the first time she actually dropped it off, she dropped it off to me, and I had her and I had a client meet with me at my house at the same time. I had literally like 30 minutes. 
from what I was doing already, trying to finish up a client, talking to her, which the client as well heard the conversation where she was telling me, oh, these are just samples. So they weren't even supposed to be the original thing. Then her story switched up later once I already had it because she's going to redo it, obviously. Right. So when she tells me, like, no, those are the bathing suits. The dirty you one? The dirty ones? The dirty ones, So yes. when you point that out to her, what does she say? That's what she says, that basically they were samples, and this is basically what I ordered. No, we never spoke about samples. She told me I needed to do a minimum order quantity, which is why I did extra small, small, medium, large. I wouldn't purchase samples and have each size. That doesn't make any sense. I would have ordered the style or each style for her to do it that way. But since she had okay. her Let me hear from you, Ms. Sharon. What, what exactly was going on here? Because it sounds like she describes a situation where you bit off more than you can chew. Um, so talk to me and tell me your side of things. She reached out to me in April. She talked to me about wanting to do a mommy and me shoot, I believe for, she has this Instagram. She said, Yogi, mommy and me, something like that. And we talked about it at a fashion show of mine a while uh, back. And so in April, she said she was ready to do this um, mommy and line that summer was coming and she'd like to shoot with her daughter. And so she said to me, this is what I saw off Instagram. And she sent me um, a picture of what she wanted as far as inspiration. The, the clothing in that, that's not a cover-up. So that's not part of, I have the messaging of every, every single bit of this transaction. I don't know what you're saying. Actually, the clothing is not so, a cover-up. I don't know what you're saying. What do you the, mean? The, the, the clothing in that picture, that dress in that picture is not a cover-up. So she asked, that's a dress in that picture. So she only referred to the bathing suits there. And then she said she would want some cover-up as well. And then I asked her, what would you want me to do? Do you want me to follow the colors? What do you want me to do? She said, be creative. And obviously, as a designer, I'm not going to create the exact same thing that she sent me in that picture. Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty basic. It's not style. like anybody invented, you know, the... Can I, can I, may I continue, please? Yep. So I wouldn't copy the exact same things that she sent me because then I would be stealing somebody else's design. Like I said, but look, anyway. wait, hold on. This design is a very standard design. There's nothing unique about it. It's, it's, it's copied a million times throughout the industry. I've worn every one of these, even when I had no business wearing them. So I, you know, like I kind of, it's not that unique. It's not like you, this is a cartoon picture of basically a one piece, a bikini, and then a strapless bikini. It's not like particularly innovative, but, um, okay. but may so I go on. That- you may continue, okay, but I will you. be interrupting you. I want you to know. Go ahead. All right. So go on. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yes. So she said she wanted that and she said, be creative. So that means she gave me the, um, freedom to create or tweak some things. And so um, I made the cover-ups first, and uh, in May, I delivered the cover-ups to her. We'd been talking back and forth for, for us to meet, and we eventually met up. And then when I delivered the cover-ups, a few hours later, she told me that she looked through them and that she loved them. And then I said, okay, then um, can't wait for you to see the bathing suits as well. I do have the text messaging of her saying she loved them. Hold on one and second. So- I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm looking through the text messages now. And she says, you pick design, be creative. When you brought her the first stuff and the stuff was dirty, what was that stuff that you were bringing? So so let me, let me, let me even explain that. So it's important for me to bring them out to show her what I'd made. So I was 
putting everything out on a table, which is outside making nails of a client. And so I was putting them on this table and, you know, bringing them each one after the other and putting them on the table. As I will put them back in the bag so that she could take it inside, I said to her, I think that the, the table had maybe some rust or some dust. And I said, I think there might be some dust from me doing this. So if you don't mind um, possibly having it clean. And she said, my mom will wash it, is what she said to me. And um, just so you know, everything that was made was made for Christina. And so I wouldn't wear these pieces for there to be period blood on it or whatever. What is this a picture of, Ms. Uh, Hand? What is this a picture of? So that one is just actually all of the stitching, um, the material. She said that she spent so much money on all this material. Um, so I did ask her for receipts for all the stuff that she did buy. Um, so I took, just took a picture of everything that I did have. What's um, the embroidery? You like the embroidery? You don't like the embroidery? Nope, never asked for embroidery. The only thing I asked for was fringe. So this is something that she already had. And my mom, she looked at the quality of it. She said, yeah, she probably already had this. So that's even a different fabric than the fabric that she actually used to create the swimwear. So that's how I knew it was. It wasn't anything that she recently made. What is that this? Is this the crotch we're talking about? So I had it rust to me, and that's very specific in the area where it's where it is actually. So. Okay. The so I, mean, I had right. it, um, Look, the bottom line is, let's try to get past the first time. You bring these bathing suits to her, mm -hmm. then you then you take them back, and then you're going to, quote, redo them. But why do you say you're going to redo them if there's nothing wrong with them? It's right there. She said she said to me that she didn't like them. The fabric, she didn't okay. like the fabric. So you so say, make let me make her happy. Fabric. I'm going to make them from another fabric. So you go exactly. and you make them from another fabric, and you bring those to her on exactly. what date? I think July July 5th, we did the exchange. Okay. And when you do the exchange on Ju in July, does she look at them? Yes. I brought everything out one after the other. She said she loved them. She loved the fabric. And I delivered them. Okay. And mind you, we still spoke like two days after that. So if there was anything wrong with them, would have informed me of that. Well, let me see. Hold on one second. When I look at the text, let me see if that is accurate. I delivered them in person, by the way. Right, but you said you spoke two days after that. You mean in text? Yeah, we, we spoke in text because I was uh, going to make an appointment to make my nails with her. So she asked me what my availability was two days after. Okay, that's true because I did see that text. So why in those two days weren't you looking at it to see the quality and get mad? According to her, you didn't get mad again until a month later. So why did so much time actually pass? I was mad. I was mad and I actually didn't do her appointment. Didn't want to actually do her nail service, to be honest. But I was still trying to keep that friendly relationship. Okay. Um, and then just from ministry. And, you know, we know a lot of the same people. So we're ultimately going to see each other again. So I was just not trying to make any, you know, confrontation or anything. Because she seemed like she really just felt some type of way that I didn't like it the first time. So she just again, made something completely different from the first batch and completely different from the photos. So she- Well, but in fairness, hold on one second. You, you know, you said be creative, uh, use your creativity. You weren't exactly giving some explicit orders. You gotta be honest about that because I've read the, uh, the text. Now, hold on one second and let me see. So here's a second batch, but so tell me what this picture depicts that you do not like. The stitching, the fabric, everything. And your answer to that not... is that these are samples, correct? That's not my answer to that. Okay. That these are samples because I, I mean, I gave them to her. I showed them to her. It is a bathing suit someone would wear. Okay. And if Christina mentioned to me 
that she didn't like it, I would have made it a third time. Okay. All right. So you bring these and, to her, and, and not only does she not complain on that day, but she asks you several days later whether you want to make an appointment to get a gel manicure. Correct? Correct. Let me see the text. When does everything go south on the texts? Like, when is the first time you In find August. out that she's upset? In August. In August. So it's a what, a month so later? A month after. And how yeah. do you find out that she's upset? She started um, being a bit hostile. Had a good relationship. And $1,200, I don't think it's worth throwing away that. On July 7th, you dropped off the bathing suits when? July 5th. All right, on July 7th, hey, love, today, same time, I'm feeling better. Slept last two, probably all I need. This is what, trying to set up the nail, the gel? Yes. Okay, uh, yes. but in the afternoon, let's see if I can make it. And then nobody says anything else. And then, There's nothing no, else said. And then on, I, don't interrupt me. Yeah. I interrupt you. You don't interrupt me. And then on August 3rd, good morning, Christina. Can we meet today? She says, I'm not interested in talking. I would like a full refund. It doesn't work that way, Christina. If not, I'll have to go the legal route. What you did twice is not justified. She says, I'll be sure to let everyone know as well. Never would have expected this from you. What happened between July 7th and August 3rd that made you... Made you go this nuts, Christina. That's what I'm trying to figure out. After a while, I just kind of just got fed up because why, why am I going to let someone do this to me? Do you to have the honest? swimwear with you right now? You have all the swimwear with you right now, right? Oh, yes. Okay, take it, pull it out, and show me everything you feel is wrong with it. Okay. So, this. This is undone. And then what do you mean? No, no, stop, stop. What do you mean this is undone? To, I did not understand you. This is supposed to be connected. It's a swimwear. But she expects people to tie it. Now, I'm going to show you how it looks tied. No one's going to be able to fit this whatsoever. Like, nobody is going to be able to fit this. The crotch part is too long. Then there's other people. No, don't go on to the next. I, stop. I need you to show no, me yeah, each, yeah, yeah. Okay, wait, so each complaint. Yeah, yeah. What is that? A bikini bottom? This is supposed to be a bottom. No one's crotch is going to be able to fit this. Nobody's crotch. Okay, go on. My crotch should be hanging out here. Okay, show me the next one. This one, right? This one actually connected on the sides, which is what I was explaining to you before, right? This is what it looks like on the inside. So it's not even fully cut here. And then look, when you actually hold it up, one side is wider than the other side. So even though it has like, you know, crotch here, this side is sh a lot shorter than this side. So is this, is this is that as if I had one large leg and one smaller leg? Okay, go on. And then this is supposed to be a top. For who? Child or I guess adult? The kid? I don't know. They're not labeled. How so. can those how can those seams be I the way it's going to look, Miss Sharon? On them. I don't care about labels. Can you tell me how the seams can be the way those seams look? Like, how is that a final product? Oh. Like that. Like, I, I wouldn't wear a bathing suit that had that seam because that would be super bulky. That's just like a really go. quick job boom, 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 with a sewing machine. So how is that like a final product? that, you know, look, this is what it's going to look like and be a sample. Yes, I'll order a thousand. How can that be, Miss Sharon? Do you have an answer for me? Miss Sharon? Um, 
I don't have an answer for okay, you. Okay, go ahead. What's the wrong with that one? The crotch is supposed to obviously come out. If someone was to wear this, their butt crack would be showing or vice versa in the, in the front. And then the same thing, this is at the end. Okay. All right, so go ahead. this is. This is I got yeah, it. Put it down. Put it down. I got it. Can I? Can I? Can I? See yeah, hold on. You have anything else, or have I seen everything now, Miss Hand? I mean, it's up to you if you want to just. See yeah, anything. I just want to see all the evidence. Okay. That's kind of the way I roll. This one, it has a. It's not finished, so you can see it's not cut. It's still stitched exactly where she did it. Okay. It's just not really done. Yeah, Miss Sharon, go ahead and respond to the things that yeah, we were so just that, looking at. That, that part, if you notice, there's there's an exact portion that stays open in the seam and all of that. And that's so that if I need to change anything, it's easy for me to open it up and then I can do the entire thing again. Okay. And um, But here's the thing. This should be a final product and it's not a final product. Based on what I'm looking at, I'm going to order the return of the plaintiff's money, $1,240. Verdict for the plaintiff. So the plaintiff prevails. She's going to get her money back. Uh, Ms. Sharon, let me ask you, what are you thinking right now? You're not too happy, are you? I don't have any thoughts right now. Not at all? Do you think the plaintiff was right in, in telling you? I, I, do feel like I, was, I do feel like I was bullied in the midst of this. And, and throughout this, I was um, trying to respect someone that I once called a friend. And so for me, it's, uh, you know, it, it, sometimes it's hard to separate that from, from trying to do a good deed. And so it is what it is. And that friendship, unfortunately, is, is gone to, to this transaction. So. All right. Well, I'm sorry, but that's that's the way the judge decided, and you got to live with it. You got to give her back the twelve hundred forty dollars. Uh, Ms. Hand, I I would assume you feel much better now. The the judge puts you through puts you through the mill, but anyway, you did win. What do you yeah. think? I'm I'm happy. I'm happy what she decided because she shouldn't have given me. She shouldn't have done it in the first place. If she couldn't give me the quality that I asked for, she shouldn't have done it in the first place. So, I'm happy. I think it's pretty plain you're not going to go back to Sharon again for any more product. Would that be right? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, not at all. I'm not surprised at that. Okay. Well, congratulations. You are going to get your money back. It was worth suing. Doug, I have to tell you, this is a perfect case where the specs that you have going into a contract will determine whether you end up in a lawsuit. The more specific you can be about what has to be done, the better. And that should include diagrams, even photos. The more specific, the more protected you are. Tell us about a unique family tradition that you practice in your home. Well, let's see. I mean, we have a lot of traditions. I don't know if they're necessarily unique. We watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade right. uh, while we're cooking on Thanksgiving. Right. We celebrate no two. Oh, I know. I know one thing that we do. Go ahead. That I love, that we've done it with each child. As they've gone off to college. Right. We were big fans of the show Modern Family. That's right. And when Phil takes his eldest daughter to college, he has a t-shirt made that says, um, Dunphy Moving Company, and has right. a picture of the two of them and their child as a child. When, 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 when they she were was toddler. really little, he or she was little, right. We yeah. have made that to actually, one of our employees at the People's Court has done me the favor 
uh, of creating one. Of creating that T-shirt for yeah. each of our kids when we yeah. move them into the dorms. We always wear it. You always to, wear I always it. Do, to thoroughly humiliate to them. To thoroughly right? humiliate. Schlesinger Moving Company. It'll be a, pic a toddler. A picture of them as a toddler. Right. You wear it the whole time. You sweat into it, and then you give it to them, and then right. they sleep in it. Right. <laughs> That's true. That's true. This is the plaintiff, Vicky Mard. She says the defendant's dog lunged at her dog, Junior, picked him up by his neck in his jaws and ran off with him. Poor Junior was squealing in pain. He had to get stitches in his neck, and the irresponsible defendant refuses to pay up. She's suing for $691, the amount of her vet bills. This is the defendant, Jerry Walters. He says he's not responsible for the vet bills because the plaintiff brought her dog into her friend's house and she knows he has two pit bulls. She left her dog unattended. His dogs are very loving and they must have been provoked. He's accused of having vicious propensities. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant's dog viciously attacked her dog, actually put it in his jaws, and then took the dog away. She wants money for the vet bills. But the defendant says the woman brought her dog inside the house, and she knows full well he has two pit bulls, and he's simply not responsible for the vet bills. It's the case of drop the dog or else. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Ms. Mallard, what happened? Well, I was over visiting a friend of mine, and uh, she had just bought some new clothes and said, come on over and let me show you what I got. So I took my dog over there. And what kind we of dog do you house. have? I have a Chihuini. What is that? What's is a Chihuini? <laughs> it's a Chihuahua and a wiener dog mix. Wow, we're mixing everything, so, aren't we? <laughs> we really are, but they're so cute. That is very cute. What, what's the name of your dog? Junior. Junior, Okay. So what happens? So, you go to your friend's house. What's your friend's name? Her name is Anna Rose. All right, so go on. So we are in her bedroom, and we're just looking at her clothes, just talking girl talk. My dog's in there with us. And uh, somebody came in the back door. Uh, I don't really know who it was, but the back door was left open. And then uh, the defendant's dog came in, went right into her room because she heard people. Wait, and, I have a question. Uh, who opened the back door? Do you know? I have no idea. I mean, I'm only thinking it could be Jerry because okay. the only people that were there were Anna and I. Okay. All right. So go and on. So her, uh, his. What is the relationship the between Anna and Jerry? Like, what's? He is her tenant. He lives in the back in a trailer in the backyard. Okay. And Anna has the house. That's her house. She owns it. Does he have access to the house? Like, Mr. Uh, Walters, what's the deal with your rental? You you rent a trailer behind her house. And uh, do you supposedly have access to the house? Absolutely. All right. Do you have a kitchen in the trailer? No. Do you have a bathroom in the trailer? In the house. No. You use a bathroom, use a bathroom in the house. In the All right. Um, so go on, Ms. Mallard. Go on. So his dog comes running into the bedroom where Anna and I were and sees my dog, and my dog's just looking up at her like, you know, hi, and that was all it took. And she grabbed my dog by the she luckily he had a harness on uh grabbed him junior's squealing he manages to wriggle loose he goes running towards the front door she chases him oh, i chased her i chase her and jump on her back 
By this time, she you jumped on the pit bull's dog. back. I did because you, my adrenaline was pumping, and I thought nobody's gonna, you know, kill my little dog. So I jump on her back and I try her jaws open. There was space to get my hands in her jaws because she had a hold of my dog. So I pried her jaws open. You pried. You stuck your hands in the mouth of the pit bull. I did. I did. And she, he fell in my lap. I told my friend Anna. Do you have up. children? I do have children. I have five do, grown children. You're five grown children. You must have been a mama bear of biblical proportions, because I cannot Absolutely. believe <laughs> that you chased the pit bull, jumped on the pit bull, and ripped the pit bull's mouth open with your bare hands. That's wild. Because yes. I got to tell you, my I love my dog pumping. more than life itself. I don't know if I would have done all that. What did Jerry uh, say when this happened? I don't really remember what he said. You know, I really don't remember, to be honest. It was just, I was so pumped up. I, my adrenaline was flowing. And, um, and I'm like, what is your dog doing in the house? Because Why? Because no dogs in the house rule. Only, only Anna has an old dog that she has in there. There's no other dogs are allowed in the house, except for like mine is calm. And right. not all crazy. So let's be specific. According to you, his dogs aren't allowed in Anna's house. Exactly. Okay. They are not And allowed. what kind of dog, Mr. Walters, what, you have one or two pit bulls. Two of them. And do you have permission to have those pit bulls on site? Yes. Are you allowed to have them in Anna's house? Yeah. They go into Anna's house all the time. We can call Anna. Well, let's call Anna. Let's call Anna. You got it. This is ridiculous. Why is it ridiculous? I'm going to find out from your landlord if you're allowed to bring your pit bulls mm -hmm. into her house. Yeah, absolutely. But why, is, why do you okay. say it's ridiculous? Uh, she's, there, there's no reason why my dogs, she knows my dogs come in the house. She's seen my dogs she in the who? house. She who? The plaintiff? The yes. Okay. She's seen my dogs in the house. Okay. She knows that. Hi. So I have her, uh, I have her now, Judge. Okay. Anna? Yes. Jerry Walters is your tenant, correct? Yes. And he's still your tenant right now? Yes. He has not one, but two pit bulls. Does he have permission to have them on the property? No. But but you knew they were there, right? I knew that one was there. And I told him that he could not have the pit bull on. I mean, I've, I've called the police. I've done many things trying to get him to get the, you know, the pit bull off my property. I just don't like pit bulls. And then that one went away for a, a few minutes, and he brought in another one. So now there's only one, and easy, we don't know where she's at, the one that attacked um, Junior. So, do you have a written lease with Mr. Walters or no? Yes, I do. Does the lease say no pets? Uh, no, it doesn't. I'm sorry, it doesn't. Okay. And is the lease a one? It was a handwritten. Yeah. Is it a one-year lease? No, month by month, month by. All you got to do, listen. All you got to do is give him 30 days' notice to get the dog off of there, and then if he doesn't, you can evict him for violating the rules. You just, any rules that you make, you got to give the tenant 30 days notice when they're on a month to month. Do you understand that? Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes right. I do. So now here's my next question. According to him, his pit bull is in your house all the time. Is that true or not true? No, it's not true. Not true. Is it ever allowed in your house? No. From day one, no. Okay. Would the pit bull end up sneaking into the house? Well, no, if it does sneak in, I, I, I make him go out. I mean, I'm very mean to the, to, I mean, I'm not very nice to the dog. Okay. You know, as soon as I see it, I get out. Mr. Walters, what is your response to what we're hearing from your landlord? That busts me up because, see, the defend, or the plaintiff, or the defend, uh, plaintiff and her know that my dog's been in the house so many times 
It's unbelievable. It's always but been in the house. That's not answering my question. According to your landlord, your your dog is not allowed in the house. That's not that's not true. Because the dogs have been allowed in the house, and she knows it as well. Okay, let and me ask you, Miss Mallard, have you seen the dog in the house in Anne's house before? I have, but when Jerry walks in, and then Anna makes the dog get out. So you have because seen the dog in the house, but you've also heard Anna she, tell him, he get the dog out. The back door. Okay. He won't close the back door, Judge. All right. And the dog comes in on her own. You ended up taking the dog to the vet, and uh, apparently animal control was called? Yes. Yes. Mr. Walters, did you ever get cited by animal control? Yes, they did. They did cite me, and they, I showed them my paperwork for both my dog, that they had other shots, that they had the rabies shots, that they had. My dogs are chipped also. So what they cite you for? No, they told them they gave me a court date. I still have the court date. I haven't went to it yet. Right, but what did they cite you for? Your animals running loose? I, I, I'm not exactly sure what I got cited for. I do know that I have to go to court on, on a certain day, and that's just to show my paperwork. That's all I know. All right. Mr. Walters, are you not getting along with your landlord? Um, I guess not. <laughs> you know, um... <laughs> Can I ask you something, Ann? Why don't you just why don't you just um, part ways with Mr. Walters? I've been trying, but since this pandemic, uh, yeah, um, they have not paid rent or paid anything, and they, you know, I have two renters that are there that have not, and I can't evict them until after this whole thing is over and done with. How long ago were you told that? Um, over a month ago. When was the last time you paid rent, by the way, Mr. Walters? Um, about three months ago. Yeah, so I, I bet you're not getting along with your... Uh, that's going to be my call, that you're not getting along with... So, Ms. Mallard, you took the dog to the vet, and what did they do? They, uh, first of all, she took x-rays, and um, she got... He got stitches. How many stitches do you know? And she got pain medication. It was an after hours, because I didn't want to wait until the next day. Right. And uh, so they... That's the bill. They so did you ever him. present the bill to Mr. Walters? I did. And what did he say along about it? Along with the demand letter. Right. He just kind of scoffed at it and walked away. All right. Mr. Walters, what is your defense? Your landlord now says that you're completely lying, that your dogs were never allowed in there, um, that if they got in there, they snuck in there, and then she would tell you, get your dogs out of here. Um, so wh what is your defense to paying the vet bill? First of all, there's another dog that lives in the house, and my dog's going there all the time, and they don't... That, they, that dog never messes with it. It's an old dog. And my, my two pit bulls are nice to them. They, they don't have, never have no problem with no dogs ever. And, when, and she brought her dog over to my house. Where, I mean, it's over to uh, I run a place. And um, my dog's running in, in, in and out of the house. And she knows it. She's seen my dogs in the house before. And she knows she has. She's seen my dog in the house before. She knows they go in the house. And they're always... So what's she always doing bringing the dog out. in the house? When your dogs go, but you just heard your landlord testify that they're not allowed in the house and that, that they're told to go out. I guess what you're saying is that both of them are lying, correct? For sure, I, I was able to have the dogs in the house. And she knows that they come no. out. I keep them out okay. of the house. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. I uh, rule in favor of Ms. Mallard in the amount of the vet bill, which is $691. Mr. Walters, pay the lady. So the plaintiff prevails for the $691. Uh, Mr. Walters, you can't be surprised at the verdict, can you? You seem shocked, but you know, yeah, I'm surprised be. because it got one stitch. 
It got one stitch, and my dog, she says it took it, did all this stuff. My dog's an 80 pound pit bull. If it wanted to, it would crush that dog if it wanted to hurt it. It didn't do nothing to it. One stitch, I don't even know where that came from. But you can't say that my dog did that. You know, you're the kind of tenant nobody he wants to have, really. Stitch. Even he one stitch, you're on the hook for it. The, you know, you're on the one hook for stitch, even one yeah. stitch. Anyway, the judge says you got to pay her $691. Okay? That's really the end of the story. You're on the hook for it. All right, Ms. Mallard? Yes. Ms. Mallard, we never heard how your pup is now. How is your dog? Well, he's better. He's, he has PTSD, though, from the experience. Um, whenever I walk him, which I walk him daily, uh, if he hears a big dog barking in the background, if he's, you know, trying to go potty, he can't even do that. He just, he freezes up and he just wants to get in my arms. So I think that he'll have this for a little bit. Yeah, he probably will. If I were you, I'd stay away from that home and not go over there anymore, you know? I don't bring my dog over there anymore. Anna's my friend for many years. I don't bring Junior over there at all anymore, which is sad. All right. Well, you you have prevailed. You're going to get the money, and you'll get the vet bills uh, repaid for you. So congratulations. Good luck. And I hope, Thank hope you. your puppy does well in the future. Okay? Okay, Doug. Well, this case is really all about ground rules. The landlord, Anna, uh, testified by telephone that the defendant was not allowed to bring his dogs in. The defendant violated the ground rules, and that's what caused the attack, and that's why the plaintiff won. Judge Melian, I've seen some of your cases where people that have been sworn in lied to you during the case, and you called them on it. Do you have the power to penalize them in court? If not, and it's considered a criminal act at that point, can the plaintiff or defendant then sue them in a civil case? If not, then what's the point of swearing them in? <laughs> Don't you ask yourself every day, what's the point of taking the oath here? Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, every case you've got that clash of this is what happened, no, this is what happened, and trying to sort that out. One of them's right, one of them's wrong. Is one of them lying? Is one of them committing perjury? Yeah. Pretty often. <clears throat> Perhaps. Pretty often. I mean, what? but really, the perjury prosecutions as a result of a civil lawsuit are exceedingly rare. You just don't see them. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I would think that, that uh, it, they're very hard to prove. Like, your remedy is that you win. Right. Um, right. Because the judge doesn't believe the other side. Right. Technically speaking, yes, you could, right. you know, you could file a case against them, but... Uh, they're the very, for, very the rare. For, the remedy is really you get to win. That's right. Your, I mean, the it's, like, it's like with, with free speech. You know, they say the remedy to bad speech is more speech until somebody just is more convincing and makes the better argument and carries the day of public opinion or whatever it might be. But I, I get the impression watching you, uh, there are times when you just kind of want to like, throw your shoe at somebody. <laughs> out there because you just throw can't a chancleta. Right. Throw the chancleta. Throw the, the, that's a Spanish word for um, flip-flop sandal or <laughs> bedroom slipper. Right. Well, you refrain from that. That's good. A lot of self-restraint. <laughs>